present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week in Sussex at the fine seaside resort of Hastings, where local history is inextricably linked with the sea. Hastings joined with Romney, Hythe, Dover and Sandwich to form a brotherhood of coastal towns in 1067. Intended to defend England from any cross-channel invasion, they took the crest of a running horse rampant and stable door bolted. By 1293, Hastings Harbour had silted up and the town went into decline until the 17th century when London doctors began to prescribe the taking of sea air as a cure for respiratory diseases. Soon, over 100 wagons a week were arriving from London to collect barrels of sea air. (laughs) On each barrel, an excise duty of three shillings was levied and this led to the growth of smuggling in Hastings, with ships arriving at night laden with illicitly imported French air. (laughs) This practice was soon discovered, however, as patients developed the side effect of an insatiable urge to urinate by the side of the road. In the 20th century, Hastings became notable as the birthplace of television, as its inventor, Logie Baird, lived here with his companion, Boo Boo. (laughs) Among many other local tourist attractions, and the top of every visitor's list, is Buckley's Yesterday's World. Here one can step back through the ages, discover how ordinary people have long ago lived, and how they amused themselves. But as it's closed at this time of day, let's meet the team. <laughs> On my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Jim Brooke Taylor and Bill Bailey. And happily nestling down on my left hand as usual, please welcome our fragrant scorer, the ever lovely Samantha. Right then, let's get a move on with the first round, which is all about words and their meanings. There's often a confusion about which is the right word to use on the right occasion. For example, many people are completely ignorant about the technical difference between an optician and an optometrist. Well, an optician is someone who's qualified to examine the eyes and prescribe spectacle lenses, while an optometrist is someone who always looks on the bright side. Many words, many words change their meaning over time, and I'd like the teams to share with us some new definitions of existing words which they may have spotted recently. Bill, would you care to start, please? Yes. Um, trolley, an abundance of trolls. <laughs> Graham. Hobgoblin, eating stoves. <laughs> Tim. Comatose, foot's gone dead. <laughs> Barry. 
feckoned. The one before third. <laughs> Napkin. One of the tiny sleep nymphs. <laughs> Lampoon. A device for wailing at night. Cantankerous, chain of shops that sell tanks. <laughs> Sweet trolley, an abundance of delightful trolls. <laughs> Stylist, a pig directory. <laughs> Crash, collision in Kensington. Hither, a snake with a hair lip. <laughs> Stalactite, pissed prisoners of war. <laughs> Pick a door, find your own way out. <laughs> hey Wayne, Essex greeting. Quince. Not quite a coincidence. <laughs> the team's now going to sing along to some well-known discs in the game called Pick Up Song. Samantha spent so much time down in the gramophone library researching this that she's been asked to take over as the new supervisor. Her first task is a complete staff reorganisation and to allocate new duties to the nice old archivists. They say that when she's finished her assessment, they're hoping Samantha will give them a group presentation in the conference room and then hand jobs out in the office. <laughs> I can see she's ready and waiting at the turntable and, and eager to give the discs a spin. You should sing along, teams, until at my signal Samantha turns the volume down. You must continue singing, and if when the music returns you're within a bee's knee of the original, I'll be avoiding points. And I shall now ask this intellectual audience to give me one of the several meanings of the word points. <laughs> Thank you. This week's prize is a perfect labour-saving kitchen device for every Arctic rodent enthusiast. It's this automatic lemming squeezer. <laughs> Okay, Barry, you're going to start this by accompanying Tony Bennett singing Stranger in Paradise. Take, Take my, my hand, hand. I'm, I'm a stranger in paradise. paradise All lost in a wonderland A stranger in paradise if I stand starry-eyed, that's a danger in paradise For mortals who stand beside an angel like you I saw your face as saw 
like Gordon Bennett than Tony Bennett, that. <laughs> Graham, now, you've, you've got to accompany Engelbert Humperdinck singing Quando, Quando, Quando. Tell me, when will you be mine? Tell me, quando, quando, quando We can share a love divine Please don't make me wait again When will you say yes to me? Tell me quando, quando, quando You mean happiness to me Oh my, oh my love, please tell me Okay, Tim, your turn. I'd like you please to accompany the Pet Shop Boys singing Go West. <laughs> we will go our way together. We will leave someday together. Your hand in my hands together. We will make our plans all together. We will fly so high together. Tell all our friends goodbye Together We will start life new Together This is what we'll do Go west Life is peaceful there Go west In the open air Go west Where the skies are blue Go west Finally, Bill, would you please accompany David Bowie's singing of Ziggy Stardust? <laughs> A Ziggy play guitar Jamming good with weird and kidding And the spiders from Mars He played it left hand But he made it too far I became a special man And then we were Ziggy's band Ziggy really sang Furry ears and tiny whiskers Like some cat from Japan He could lick them by smiling He could leave them to hang I came on so loaded, man A well-hung and snow-white tan so where were the spiders? Well, a bright Let's move swiftly on to the game called Sound Charades. This is a specially adapted wireless version of the TV classic Give Us a Clue where panellists used to mime the titles of books, songs and films or plays. Give Us a Clue certainly provided many memorable moments as the players performed against a strict time limit. We particularly recall one very early show when Una Stubbs scored maximum points after the teams took only a few seconds to recognise her fanny by gaslight. <laughs>
Jim and Bill, you're going to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. And here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. Neighbours from hell. Neighbours from hell. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham. Tim it's, and Bill, off you go. This is uh, television. It's uh, three words, and it goes uh, like this. We are the organising committee for the street party. Now, um, who can do what? Well, there's old Nick. Old Nick? What yeah, he, can, he, can, he can get the forks for the marshmallows. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> what... What did we do last time? I've got some photos somewhere. Look at those. Oh, no, look, they haven't come out. Look, there's no light. Look, oh, yeah. look at that. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mr and Mrs Beelzebub at 43? Are they going to help out? Or? Didn't they used to live at 666? 667, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Chowchescus, they're always good for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Where are Adolf and Ava? Oh, they're inside watching Third Reich from the Sun. <laughs> well, I think we'll finish there, shall we? Yeah, all right. <laughs> is, is Helen the title? Yes. Yes. What's the full title? <laughs> the yes. Guns of Navarone from Hell. <laughs> oh, Neighbours from Hell. Right, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Shrek. Shrek. Um, this is a f film. Yes. <laughs> One word. One word. One, One word, word, actually. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, it begins thus. I say, who's that chap over there? Oh, him. Uh, he's half Sri Lankan and half Czech. <laughs> Well, looky here. What does that make him? I'd have thought it was obvious. To the anyone end. but a fool. Is he green? Oh. In a sense. Only in a colour sense. In the sense of... In a Shrek sense, is it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Okay, now it's time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. But first, first I noticed from the bundle of cards stuffed in the postroom pigeonhole that the postroom pigeon is having trouble sitting down. <laughs> and that we've received a message from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Miss Lawley, Here's a great idea. Why not do a celebrity edition of Desert Island Discs? <laughs> For this week, this week we must crave your indulgence while the teams attempt to finish a long-running game they've been playing over the past few days. They've been following Parker's First Principle, a late 19th century variation on the traditional game, which has often been cited as a precursor to Monopoly, although it's hard to see why. Tim, I believe it was your go, wasn't it? No, I don't think it... Oh, yes, it was. Yes. Yes, it was. You missed a turn, yeah. You missed a turn, then it's... Yeah. Right, yeah, all right. Mm. Um, Houston Road. Houston Road. That's all right. 
you go straight through. Go straight through on the diagonal. I go straight, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're meant to work together, are they, Huff? Ah, pal mal. Are we, are we, is Parker's second principle in yeah. in this one? Yeah. Right. Still. Okay. It's five. Uh, I take the iron. One, two, three. I think you're the top hat, aren't you? Ah, uh, sorry, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Actually, the, <laughs> there is no top hat. I'll be the little dog. Uh, but I'll pretend it's a hat. You look uh, silly uh, with a little dog on your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an Afghan. So, uh, it's a coat. Now, I, I'm going to go hassocks and jump two and one, two. Uh, King's Cross. Very good. Yep. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Mine. I'm making myself comfy. Um... <laughs> Whoa. Now, I think I can go to Park Lane. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. What? Yes. Didn't I miss a go, then? No. Oh. Well, I have one now. I'll have one now. Yeah. Which is mine? Oh, mine's this surgical stocking. Wait a minute. <laughs> ah, ah, wait a minute. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Free parking. Right. Ah, double six. Excellent. One, three, five, twelve. <laughs> oh. And, oh, uh, Fenchurch Street Station. <laughs> And right. the station hotel. Yes. So yes. that's £200, please, plus £6.50 for the late-night adult movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, hang on. Community chess. Go to Mornington Crescent. Oh. <laughs> Okay, we, we move on to a round based around those magazine interviews that detail a typical day in the lives of certain showbiz celebrities. Thanks to articles such as these, we've recently learned exactly what it is that Tara Palmer Tomkinson does on a day off, without ever gaining the remotest insight into exactly what it is she does when she goes to work. <laughs> I've brought along a selection of my favourite interviews to give the team some insight into the lives of real celebrities. Certain keywords have been omitted from these articles, and I'd like you, please, teams, to guess what the missing sections might contain. You can start, Tim and Bill, and your celebrity article is in the words of Michael Winner. <laughs> My 42-room Victorian mansion in Kensington is on many... Feminist websites. <laughs> the actual words are, of the famous house tours in London... I'm leaving it to the nation as a... Way of saying sorry. <laughs> Museum is the answer. I have seven bathrooms in this house. I haven't shared a bathroom since I was... Released. <laughs> At school. I've lived here more than 30 years and I can't remember giving one... To anyone. <laughs> <laughs> the actual words are dinner party. I normally eat with a... Beautiful lady. Maybe, says girlfriend. Their opinions are... Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seagrove's the only one of my ex-girlfriends who won't. Get counselling. <laughs> I wrote to her. I wrote to her after we'd been apart for three years and asked if we could chat, and she said, How did you get my address? <laughs> she wasn't ready. I used to think I was always very ugly, but when I look at old photographs, I see that I was actually... Unbelievably ugly. <laughs> very beautiful. I never stay with people, not even Marlon Brando, who asked me to stay on his... ...lawn while he called the police. <laughs> The remarkable thing about me is I'm still... Talking to you. Oh, you've gone. <laughs> Here. OK, your turn now, Barry and Graham, and your celebrity article is in the words of Nicholas Parsons. Oh. I was born in Grantham, where my father was the GP who delivered... The newspapers. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. To please my family, I worked for five years in the shipyards at Clydebank, trying to be... A quizmaster. <laughs> An engineer. My speciality was pumps and... Other casual footwear. <laughs> Turbines. Imagine it, I had a posh English public school accent and I was working with some pretty tough fellows. When I was on the loo, the foreman used to... Move over. <laughs> Drag me off it for a laugh. <laughs> but the showbiz bug was... Caught from lavatory seats. <laughs> Still with me. My parents did not support me because they could not understand why I was... Convinced I was amusing. <laughs> I lived on boiled cabbage and... All the other vegetables people threw at me. <laughs> well, yes, vegetable soup. Just a minute, it's very demanding, and I do my best to... Patronise everybody equally. <laughs> Keep it moving. A member of the team has to talk on a given topic for one minute without... Anybody listening. I have to concentrate like stink with all the challenging to remember whether or not... I've left the cabbage boiling. <laughs> They've repeated a word. Recently I've been at the Edinburgh Festival with a show called Nicholas Parsons... Is in Glasgow. <laughs> Happy hour. OK. Well, I notice it's very nearly the end of the show, but there's just time to squeeze in a round of musical conversations. Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Incidentally, listeners may be interested to learn that Colin is famous for his arrangements of Scotch reels, having just won Pound Stretcher's Sticky Tape Display of the Year Award. <laughs> Tim and Bill, you can start. I'd like you to provide a version of Won't You Come Home, Bill Bailey, with Bill as himself. Bailey, won't you come home? Give me one good reason. 
I moaned the whole night long. Yeah, I know that. Who's going to do the cooking? Who's going to pay the rent? I'll do the cooking, honey. I'll pay the rent. You say that now. <laughs> I know I done you wrong. Yeah, that sketch was all over the place. You got me nose wrong and hair all over the shop. Remember that rainy evening? How could I forget that? I drove you out with nothing but a fine tooth comb. Yeah, an umbrella would have been nice, you know, not some <laughs> poncy bit of dental equipment. <laughs> well, I know that I'm to blame. You are. And ain't that a dirty load of oh, shit? shut it. Bill Bailey, won't you please go home? I feel a terrible sense of betrayal. <laughs> Now, Barry and Graham. Barry, I'd like you to play yourself singing Just Walking in the Rain. And Graham, I'd like you to be Barry's nurse. <laughs> oh, he's gone again. Has anyone seen Mr. Cryer? Barry! Just walking in the rain. Oh, there you are, Mr. Cryer. Getting soaking wet. Yes, well, we're both getting soaking wet now, aren't we? Now, come along. Torturing my heart. Don't mention the H-word, Mr. Cryer. Just upsets you. By trying to forget. Well, you have forgotten, haven't you? Hum's come to see you. Humph, he has. Just walking in the rain. No, we're both walking in the rain now. So alone and blue. Well, you wouldn't be if you put your pyjama bottoms on. <laughs> Because my heart... Now stop it, I told you, don't use the H word. Still remembers you. Oh, well, that's about all you do remember. Now, come along, come along. People come to their windows. <laughs> well, they would. They always stare at me. Yeah, give them a nice wave. Not with that. Shake their heads in sorrow. No, they don't. Saying, Who can that fool be? They all know who you are. <laughs> Just walking in the rain. Yes, that's right. We're nearly there now. Come on, come on. Thinking how we met. Well, I found you, remember, just now. Knowing things could change. Yeah, well, don't change your pajamas, not out here. Somehow I can't forget. Forget what? Who are you? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I notice we've come to the end of the show, and indeed this our 30th anniversary series. A series I'm not sure I'll ever be able to forget. <laughs> No, I've managed it. <laughs> so from the teams, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Hastings, it's goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Timbrook Taylor, and Bill Bailey were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs> That show was from June 2002.